Welcome to the Homegirl Podcast. This is your host, Abby Cornelius. This is episode 13, and we are continuing on our leadership series. This is part two, and we are going to talk about trust. So I finished last week's episode talking about how it's really important that we build trust on our teams as the foundation for which the team can grow and really like form. And it can be hard when you just say you need to trust each other. Like, okay, how, how do we create trust? Now there are going to be people on your team that you've maybe known for years. So that likability, that trust factor is there, right? They know you, they know what you're capable of, vice versa. But there are times when you are thrown into managing a new team, when you are newly promoted on a team, you change jobs, you're on a new team. Like there's so many environments where you are with a group of people who you do not know that well, and you need to quickly establish trust. So that's what I want to talk to you about today is how do we get that trust? Uh, Brene Brown talks about this in her book, Braving the Wilderness. This is my number one book recommendation for trust building. And she uses the acronym BRAVING. So we're going to go through that real quick. And um, I want to talk to you about each one of these uh, key traits, how you can exhibit it with your team and how you can ask your team to kind of exhibit that trait back to you and how you can have performance conversations based on these traits. Instead of just saying like, Hey, I don't trust you. That feels like a big, heavy statement, but you might say instead like, Hey, I feel like we have a reliability issue here. And then you can give examples around reliability. So let's go through braving real quick. So the B is for boundaries. excuse me, do you have the ability to set good boundaries with your team? And does your team have the ability to set good boundaries for you? So if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, Abby, I'm not a leader, Um, I'm a peer leader, or maybe I'm just somebody on a team and I don't trust my boss, here are traits that you can exhibit to your boss to help form that bond of trust and to communicate around when they're not showing up great. So boundaries is huge, especially in a work environment, because you're going to have bosses sometimes who send really late emails, really early morning emails. They're asking you to come into meetings like consistently before work hours, maybe not giving you the benefit of then sneaking out early. Like they're just kind of like taking advantage of your boundaries. And so you would need to be able to clearly say to this person, hey, like I don't work on weekends. That's not part of my job description. And every Saturday, you know, when you call me, it's stressing me out. And I feel like I can't trust you that you're going to protect my boundaries. Okay. And then if they continue to just break and break and break those boundaries, you're not going to have a very good trusting relationship and vice versa. If you're a boss, who's always asking and expecting for your team for stuff that's outside of like their comfort level or their boundaries, um, they just don't feel safe with you. They don't feel like they can trust you. So you need to be really mindful of that. I always talk about work hours because I think that's a really clear boundary, but there are plenty of other boundaries. Um, There are some bosses who talk about way too personal things and it makes some folks uncomfortable. Um, I'm a sharer, but I would know that there were some people that just weren't comfortable with personal stories. And and so I wouldn't ask, I wouldn't pry. So you have to be mindful of each person on your team's individual boundaries and stick within them. So that's B. R is reliability. So it's really important that you as a manager are reliable and that as a peer um, on a team, that when your boss asks you to do something, you follow through. So as a manager, I struggle with this. If I would send out like an email or in our meeting, I would say, hey, I need everybody to do X by Thursday. 
if somebody couldn't have it done by Thursday, the people on my team where we had a good relationship, we had good trust, they would shoot me an email before the deadline and they would say why they couldn't get it done on time and what time frame they could get it done on. And then they would follow up and make sure that they got it done. People on my team who just ghosted me and didn't communicate and acted like they didn't even hear the request and they didn't follow through, <clears throat> I felt like they were unreliable and it helped and it, it ended up breaking down the trust between us. So as a boss, sometimes we do set crazy goals, right? Or really high expectations. And the reason is to push, to see who can reach those limits, to see how far we can go, because we often do sell ourselves short. So good leaders are going to push you some, but that doesn't mean that you can't push it back. If your week got away from you, or if another project took precedence, communicate that. Show them that you're still aware that there was a deadline, or ask like, hey, I just had this pop up. I feel like it's more priority. What do you want me to work on? Do you want me to work on project, this new project, or do you want me to complete the one by Thursday. If if that's the priority, I'll switch gears. Otherwise, Thursday project needs to get pushed to Friday. Are you okay? Communicate. That's another great, you know, way to build trust, but reliability, knowing that I can say something to somebody on my team and I can rely on them to execute is huge and vice versa. If uh, I always did Sunday night updates. So if my team sent me an email on Sunday night saying what they needed, <clears throat> it was my responsibility to show them reliability and follow through on those asks early in the week. So reliability. Next is accountability. Accountability and reliability are different because reliability is like um, the follow through and accountability is like taking ownership and admitting fault. So if something goes wrong, it's not pointing the finger at a different department or saying, hey, boss, well, you didn't do this. It's saying, yeah, you know what? That was me. That was my bad. Um I'm going to take, I'm going to take that one and, and I'll do better next time. Right. Like accountability is somebody's individual um, responsibility that they feel towards their job and ownership. So you want high accountability people on your team. Next is V, which is vault. So we did boundaries, reliability, accountability, and now we're at the V vault. So vault is really important. And this is one thing I see that really lacks on teams, um, excuse me, on sales teams for some reason. I don't feel like this is necessarily every department, but in my experience, salespeople tend to really um, not be good secret keepers. So if you um, if you share a story that's not yours to share, you are breaking the vault. You aren't holding that. Now, it's an honor for somebody to share a story with you like, hey, I had this really weird conversation with my boss. I don't know what to do with it. And you can help lead and guide them. But you have a responsibility then to keep that news to yourself and to not pick up the phone and call a peer and say, hey, did you know that boss said da, 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 to Sarah, can you believe that? And then whisper down the lane happens. Okay. If somebody comes to you and they're gossiping and they're sharing stories that aren't theirs to share, you need to tell them, hey, um, that's not your story to share. And when you share somebody else's stories, uh, it makes me feel like I can't share with you because I can't trust that you're going to keep um, my stories confidential. That'll gut check somebody really quick. Even as a manager, oftentimes um, different peers would want to come like advocate for their coworkers and they say, oh, I need to tell you something, but you need to keep it confidential. Well, I can't keep it confidential if it's a, if it's like an HR thing or like a work issue, like I'm here to help everybody. But if you're looking for some, if you're looking to help somebody else, you need to encourage them to come and speak with me directly and they should feel comfortable to do so. Um, that's the best way you can help somebody when they're in those type of situations. Really try to stop that sharing of other people's stories. I know I've worked on teams where there's always that person that knows all the gushy gushy gossip. And it's like, they're kind of like the cool kid in the group, right? Because they have this insights and they have all this like 
what's going on? What's the word on the street kind of thing. But that person is not the person everybody trusts because they know whatever gets to them is going out to the masses. So don't be that guy, especially as a leader. It is your obligation to keep things um, tight and under under uh, wraps. You don't want to be known as somebody who, you know, just shares whatever somebody has come to mind because the people stop coming to you with what they really need help with. So boundaries, reliability, accountability, vault, and then integrity. And this is your, what do you do when nobody's watching? And I have had several instances of high integrity people on my team who are like, hey, Abby, I couldn't get a hold of you. Nobody was around. And I just made this call and it was the right call. It was the right thing for the customer. It was just overall, it was just high integrity, right? They did the right thing. They tried to reach everybody. They didn't go, they didn't go rogue, right? Um, which going rogue is another way to show a lack of integrity, right? If you're just like making stuff up and giving the company's money away and agreeing to thing and making promises that we can't follow through on, that's low integrity, which means you're going to break down trust. So I hope this is like kind of hitting home with people um, in terms of your work behavior and why there might be a disconnect between uh, boss and employee in this, this trust dynamic. So integrity is huge. It's what you do when nobody's watching. Um, so if you're bitching about your boss all the time, if you're complaining about work environment, and you're not doing anything about it, you're, you're lacking integrity. You need to be part of the solution, um, not part of the problem. So integrity. And then N is non-judgment. Now this one is hard if you are on a team that has worked together for a long time because we have history, right? So I used to hear ladies in the office would say, oh, let me guess, that's so-and-so's paperwork. They always do bad paperwork or they always do that. Or this salesperson never uses, you know, our mortgage company. These always and never type statements are mindset issues. And it's a prejudgment of somebody. Um, it doesn't allow people to grow and move on. So you really need to be mindful of labeling people on your team, even if they are repeat offenders, we need to give people the grace to change. And generosity kind of levels in with non-judgment, but generosity is <clears throat> giving somebody on your team the benefit of the doubt. So if I get a customer call and they say, hey, you know, we met with Sarah and Bill and it just went off kilter and da, 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 da. And they just start telling you this whole story about like terrible customer service experience. I need to be generous in the assumptions of my employees as well as my customer. So I could say something like, wow, that really doesn't sound like them. Uh, I'm so sorry that you had this experience. How can I help? Right. It's generous to my employee. It's also generous to my customer. What I don't like when I hear, and I have heard this uh, interdepartmentally, I'll hear a customer complain maybe about somebody in another department. They'll be like, oh, he's always like that. You know, that's just his nature. He's, you know, doesn't surprise me. Oh, let me guess. He pissed you off. Like, this is what he does. Like, it's a very non generous assumption of who somebody is and how they behave. And that word does get back to those people. These are all things that when executed poorly, just break down the trust within a team. But when executed well, and when spoken to in performance reviews, you know, yeah, we have goals and we have metrics and numbers we have to hit. But how often do you talk to somebody on your team about how reliable they are? or how their accountability level is, or what strong integrity they have. If these are conversations you're having with your team members um, and exhibiting yourself, you will create this phenomenal foundation of trust where they know you have your back, where they know you have their back, and they will certainly have yours. So I encourage you, if you wanna learn more about this, pick up Renee Brown's book, Braving the Wilderness, 
dig in and have these conversations with your team and ask them how you can build better trust with them and tell them, set good boundaries with them. Say, hey, here's what I need from you so we can start building this great relationship together. All right, bye for now. See you next week.